0: I woke up in the morning and the sun broke through the open curtains the birds sang to and they said this is a day to celebrate and say
1: the fruit you
0: for. So I said okay. Oh, hello, hello. Hello. Welcome back to P.S. We Have No Plan. I'm Peyton Smith.
1: I'm Emily McManus. Thank you for tuning in. As always, we appreciate you every time. And we are also happy to be here.
0: Yes, we are. We are here right. and ready. And you know, we're racking up these episodes quite quickly. Like I think we're, I are think we episode like thirteen or fourteen?
1: Fourteen or fifteen, I think.
0: Oh my god! I
1: know. Who are we? Who We've are been we? every freaking week, okay. That oh. was my Ramona voice from Real Housewives of New York City.
0: <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh! I forgot that you're obsessed with Real Housewives. What's been going on with Real Housewives? Uh, Is there we a new are season?
1: There's a new season of Salt Lake City. I don't know if it's come out yet. I've been really behind on my watching, but Beverly Hills is always my favorite. But I tell you what, I have not kept up with the last few episodes because it's become, it's always catty and it's always dramatic, but it's become mean these last few episodes. And it's just is so off-putting because there really is a difference. And let me tell you something, Lisa Rinna sucks. She's got to go. She's so mean. She's a potster and she's mean. And she's she's, she's just such a hypocrite.
0: How much do you think this is producers feeding them to like fuel the drama? And how much is it real?
1: I'm sure there are producers like fueling the drama and like making them have to have like confrontation. But you don't have to be as big of a bitch as she's being. Mm. And she says things that are so cutting and... Yeah. Um, you just got to watch it. And if you're a Housewives fan, please let us know what you're thinking too. Because everybody that I've talked to, most everybody except for one friend said like Rinna has got to go. <laughs> I'm thinking of Celsius. That is so gross.
0: Why are you always thinking Celsius at like the wee hours? It's not the, the wee, wee hours. hours. It's like 6 p.m.
1: <laughs> well, no, because I got to I I get so tired in the middle of the day. Me too. Especially this time of year where it starts to get dark. I'm like, oh, it's 4 30. Gotta go to bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then I, agree I don't with that. get anything else done. So tell me about have you experienced any more cool stuff on your walks?
0: Oh my gosh. I know. Update on that. Um I I haven't really we did run into a few celebrities we ran into Judd Apatow Apatow and Leslie Mann um, on Sunday I know we were very starstruck I couldn't even look Leslie Mann in the eyes she's just like one of my icons um yeah we saw him just they were outside we were on Rodeo Drive we were like going to the Cartier store we were just doing like a fancy day we were picking up um like, or we're going to fun drinks around the corner. And I don't know, we just decided to go explore Rodeo. And in front of us in line were Judd Apatow and Leslie Mann. And we were just like, what the heck? I'm going to his comedy show on Wednesday. Like I'm what? obsessed. I love them.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. I yes. know. Really good
0: luck. Spotting really luck. good luck. And so that was fun. And then did I tell you I saw Sean Mendez? No. I saw Sean Mendez last weekend in line in the coffee shop. He was in front of me. I was like, I accidentally bumped into him I was talking to my mom on the phone and I was like oh sorry and then I look I look up and I'm like Sean <laughs> excuse me what I mean I'm really sorry yeah I'm like I'm so sorry you want me to buy your coffee um he's so Or tall. do you like what to I mine like- I know I'm like either or. um but yeah he was that was really fun so I have seen a lot of different celebrities to the point where like is this normal in LA or is this just good luck I don't know
1: they're attracted to you too. They're probably like, "I've seen
0: Peyton Smith
1: all over
0: the place." <laughs> Peyton Smith from PS. We have no plan. That's you the goal. Your ass it is.
1: <laughs> that is the goal.
0: Oh my gosh! Well, speaking of all of this celebrity and gossip and whatnot, we thought today it could be fun to talk about something kind of opposite <laughs> to all yeah. that is authenticity, and not necessarily opposite, but. I was listening to uh, Emma Chamberlain's podcast, um, Anything Goes, and she just sort of talks about life and these these big topics. And she was talking about the perception of cool girl and like what it looks like to be cool. And what does that word even mean? And so I thought it could be fun for you and I to explore that because I do think it is such a thing these days to build a personal brand and aesthetic and vibe. And we do this for our pod. We do this for our Our promotion of the pod, like that's just a part of life. So, what are you, what's your take? Like, what do you, how do you define authenticity? How has it changed for you?
1: It's so, I, when you brought this up in the text, it couldn't have been better timing for somebody, well, a couple of reasons. So, last week when I was in the studio doing that project, we had interview sections with these different artists and we asked them questions and the hardest question for everybody to answer was, how do you protect your art from the business of art? Mm. Right? And it's yes. very thought-provoking because in a sense, it's asking, how do you how do you, as yourself, your brand, and what you're creating stay authentic in a world where you're almost being pushed to water down or to fit a mold? And it becomes really difficult, too, when you're... Livelihood and money comes from whatever you do for art, whether that is like painting music or what we do selling ourselves as a brand. And it's had me thinking ever since. And when I was driving home from the office today, I it kind of dawned on me like, in a weird way. I've always thought this way, but it, it hit me in a, in a strange way that you know, who you are as a person really is who you are there's nobody else like that. And I, I can't speak for everybody. So I'm, I'm trying to say like less of we more of I, when I'm talking about something, I spend so much time comparing myself or thinking that if I want to get somewhere in life, or I want to be successful, or I want this podcast to work, I have to emulate somebody else who already has been successful or who already has you know gotten to where we hope to be and the fact is that's not true and if anything it's the opposite
0: i agree i completely agree and i think that's yeah that's so well said and i often think about that when it comes to art and the business of art and the whole concept of like can you can you remove the artist from the art that's another kind of angle of it all right like I think yeah, about Kanye West and that that all the drama that unfolds with him. Can you appreciate him for the artist that he is without being like, "Oh, dude, you're kind of messed up." That's like kind right. of wrong to say. I don't know. It's it's all packaged into this image and this thing that we all gravitate towards, and it's it's so interesting to me. Too many times we only appreciate the artist
1: inside of the art when they're gone, and I think of Beethoven oh, and yes, right, and Picasso because really. They were these really neurotic, crazy people that nobody really wanted to deal with. Picasso wasn't even successful when he was alive. But now we look back and we think of them as these creative geniuses. But that wasn't the case when they were around. At least I don't think so from like what I've read and see- heard. And-
0: no, like- I mean, totally, totally. And this is sort of a this. I think about this all the time with like Keith Ledger, Mac Miller. Yes. Like, I, I don't know. People that were kind of the – no one looked twice at them or everyone was like, oh, they're just decent or this or that. They they had so much to comment on them while they were alive. And then what? now that they're dead, they just almost fetishized them in a really creepy way. Like, I think it's yeah. the whole thing. And that all comes back to how they present themselves to the world. Like, right, people latch on to their image, their version that they choose to put out, out there of themselves, right? Whether they're an actor that acted in movies or an artist that creates paintings or like how they express themselves, basically, is how people relate to them or see them or obsess over them. And so it's like, what does that look like in today's world, in a digital world, where to your point, a lot of people try to emulate others. A lot of people try to, the whole, the whole idea of a trend is you, you replicate what someone else is doing. Right. And it's a trend. So it's, and you can get that in,
1: in fashion to decor or now when everybody's just trying to be relevant or push their brands on social media, the trends of a certain, you know, dance on a platform or yes. a song being used. And it, it's a, like that fine balance because you want to throw your art out there. And by doing it a certain way, hopefully you'll get more eyes, but also is that authentic to exactly. your brand? Yeah. It's a catch. It's, it's such a confusing thing. And I, I mean, I feel like I'm still trying to figure that out when I was doing, um, P.S. I have no plan when I started doing that and it started to catch on just a little, I say catch on, but like, as I started to grow that a little bit, I felt like I needed to do like, um, put myself out there in a different way. Like maybe have fancier clothes, do it this way. be, be more. Um, what's the, I don't even know the word coming to my mind, but like high end. Mm, and I, oh, the
0: girl with no plan.
1: Yes, the girl with oh, no plan. Oh, I'm oh sorry. I, think said, yes, I PS- have- <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I like, the-
0: okay. Continue, yeah, that's continue. us.
1: No, the girl with no plan in my in my yes, clothes. Yes. I- okay. Yeah. And I lost just what I like to do, like funky clothes of what I already have, what I will wear. And it took me getting or trying something that was not me or trying to push myself to look like something else or like somebody that did not fit my mold of individuality, yeah. And a lot of times you have to. Do you feel like push that limit to realize? Oh no 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 no. Reel it back. That's not who I am.
0: Well, that's why I struggle with this whole concept of authenticity because it's like who's who's authentic in this world? Because even those people that we were just mentioning, like the Picasso, the heat, the Picasso and Heath Ledger. The fact that we're grouping <laughs> them, but like the 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 people that we just mentioned, right? Are these icons, these authentic humans that lived and died and have a have a brand and a thing that you can think of about them. It's like were they authentic? I don't know. I don't. I don't know what that word means to me because it just feels like growing up, you try on personalities almost like clothes, right? Like you try. You're oh, one yeah. day you're a bit more emo, and one day you're a bit yes. more. You're a bit more angsty, and one day you're a bit more preppy, and you you learn by seeing what is around you and you try it on yourself. So what I don't I know
1: you and I, maybe it was our first episode we did that we didn't put out. Cause I know we like scratched a couple and we're like, no, yeah. we're better at this. So we want to do it now. But something that we both bonded over was, I don't know who I am yet. Yeah. Right. And that's, I guess that's kind of like scary to say, but it's true because I still, I, I don't know who I am. I know who I am in certain ways. I know qualities and I know, about what I want to be and what I want to, um, accomplish, but I don't fully know who I am. And I, and maybe we're the same
0: as artistic people. I don't know if I ever will. And it might change. And that's the thing yeah. that I think it's, I, I don't know, being authentic to me going back to like, what does it, what does it mean to you? Like being authentic to me means being aligned with where you're at in life and expressing that to the world. I think that's the scary part for me about authenticity is if I change internally and feel something different and want to dress different or want to wear new makeup or new clothes or feel quirkier, or more wholesome or whatever I'm feeling in that moment and time and phase authenticity to me is expressing that outwardly, right? Not withholding that. I think that's, that's the challenge because people, like
1: that is so thought-provoking because then people will be like that's not you why are you faking that
0: right when you're you're copying that person or you're trying to be this person or you're leaning in with the trends of the time it's like no I'm actually just changing and growing and actually what's being authentic is expressing that change and I think about people like Miley Cyrus who went through all these phases of like Hannah Montana at first, and she was 12 years old when she started that show and then grew up and became much more popular and was got more into rock and roll and sex and drugs and went through that phase. And then, I don't know, she's just, to me, stayed very authentic throughout all of those through her whole journey, though she's been very many versions of herself, right?
1: I never thought of it that way, but if you look at artists, especially recording artists, each album... Not always, but a lot of them have a different look or a different feel to them or vibe. And I feel like Taylor Swift's a really good example of that. Her, every album is so different and she's in a different spot in life. And those are who she is in that moment in life. And that's a really, like, she she couldn't stay the same as she was when Sparks Fly came out. To today because she's gone through so many different things like she had to have reputation she had to have all those things in between because she was living life in between and things were happening and she was being authentic to herself even if people thought it wouldn't work
0: I agree I agree I think she's a great example and she's also I think the people that do very well in the industry especially are people who can change over time and feel confident enough to share that change musically, like tonally, fashion-wise, yes. image-wise. Like some people could be very into social media at one point and then be like, "Actually, I don't want to show anything anymore." Yeah. And just get offline completely. Like that's cool. I just I think putting ourselves in these boxes and like this is the image of Peyton, this is the image of Emily, that to me is just not authentic whatsoever.
1: No. I, I feel like that is so insightful because as people we're not one dimensional and we're ever changing our circumstances are ever changing our surroundings are so how can we stay the same and how can we be expected to stay the same and in that sense that's the most unauthentic thing you can do for yourself or the people around you because you hope to like if you go outside of your maybe not outside of your box but if you have the courage to be who you are hopefully that will help somebody else do the same that maybe is afraid to, or has never been encouraged to do that as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That is,
0: I mean, a hundred percent. And I want to hear what your thoughts are on this, but I feel like lately I've felt being more authentic to myself means expressing myself more on social media, having worked at this social media company and been more into it and starting this with you. I've just fallen in love with digital media. I, I love and look up to a lot of different creators and I'm like, you know what? I want to start posting little cute vlogs, just like these little creators. I love those. They're so fun to watch. They're so fun to create. And, and then I was like
1: really good at them.
0: I mean, that's very cute. I don't know. It's you just are. like day in, day in the life, but it is so fun for me. And I, was so anxious posting the stupid 15 second video of me, like brushing my hair. (laughs) Like, what are they going to think? People are going to be like, oh my gosh, this is boring. What is she doing? Da, 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 all these different things. And I kept coming back to this concept of like, be true, be true to you. Because the more you do that and the more you post that to your point, you might be helping someone else be like, cool, Peyton's doing something different. That's fun. Maybe I can too. Yes. And sometimes it's good to see the everyday because
1: people are out there being on private planes or getting all glammed up or doing whatever. And you know what? It's refreshing to watch you brush your hair. (laughs) It's refreshing to see a skincare routine that's not $500 and 27 steps, you know, or with somebody that does something else, but tries to sell a skincare line it's authentic. It like yeah. to boil right back down. It's authentic. You're showing who you are in this part of life. And I enjoy it. I do. I love all your little vlogs because Thanks. I am not good at that. <laughs> oh, like I'm not, I'm not, but I want to be better because you've inspired me to. but I love it. And it's like a peek inside of your life.
0: Exactly. And that's the, that's the goal. And that's what I want to keep doing. And I think I'm going to keep doing it until I'm you know, change again. And that's not authentic to me in that moment. But what is it to you, at least in this current day, like what is authentic to you? What have you been doing that's felt more true?
1: That's a good question. I feel like I don't know. Um, I think maybe the most authentic part of me is coming on here and saying, I don't know, to be very honest with you. Like, Sticking to doing this every week with you and, you know, so much of my days is acting like maybe I know or I've got it together or acting professional at times. And in those moments, like I'm a little bit more buttoned up or Mm -hmm. I'm not as quirky and weird as I normally am. But being on here and telling myself that it's it's okay, like if those things do happen because I'm still trying to figure it out. And so I think my authentic self is recognizing and admitting that I'm not great at being my authentic
0: self yet. I love that message. I think that's so, you're very, very good about being honest and true on here in a way that I'm excited to hear that that's not the case elsewhere. Like, I think that's so fun that you found this avenue to share your authentic self on, like how fun. Thank you.
1: I feel like I am with my family and my my, like very close friends. I don't let people in very often, like very close, close. I have probably like five friends and I'm close with, I can say anything. And with all of them, I'll say I am very authentic, (laughs) too authentic. And with my (laughs) boss now too, way too authentic when I was like, you got to cut that motherfucking leech out of your life.
0: (laughs) I feel the same way with my boss. I just, I texted him Good. today, slay mama. Like when he was texting, yes! to, he did some presentation. We just have these girls. Gr- I agree. I love when you find the people who, this is kind of a creepy metaphor, the uncovering oh. of the covers or looking under the covers. But it's like when you find the people that are, that you feel safe enough to be like, come on under the covers with me. That's like it's such a weird metaphor. Exactly. But you know what I mean? That feels Well, we could say, nice. come under
1: the covers when
0: we make a fort. <laughs> Can we talk inside. are making a fort. Okay, <laughs> get your mind out the gutter.
1: <laughs> exactly. But isn't um, that like? I I hope that we all have people like that, and if you don't, like, you will find them. But sometimes we're a work in progress to find who our authentic self is. Are yes,
0: yes, and I think the whole thing with the entertainment industry in general, what has kept it so arm's length away is no one shows that side. And even the even now, no one shows the like, we're a work in progress. I'm, I have this, this, and this that I'm working on, or I'm struggling right. with this, this, and this. And now over the past like five years, I think it's become more of a thing to talk about your mental health and your struggles and whatnot. And celebrities have been doing that. Like, I'm just like you, <laughs> but now they're getting like backlash for that. Like we talked about the Haley Bieber, how she went on that podcast. Yeah. She's getting a ton of backlash on the internet being like, How dare she talk about her problems? She's so privileged in this, this, this way. And how can she struggle with that? And she's got her timelines messed up. Everyone has something to say about it. I'm like, listen, we're trying to get them to be less on a pedestal. Let her talk about her problems and feel human.
1: And your problems do not negate my problems and vice versa. So get a grip, right? People that say that they just don't have happiness for anybody, you know? Like water your own lawn.
0: Exactly. Except, Did we say this on the pod already where, where it's like George Clooney is not staring, uh, is not cutting people down and doing mean comments online because he's successful in his own right. He doesn't have the time to go comment negatively on people's lives. Like that is the exactly. sign of success when you're like, oh, I don't even have the time to give a shit about yes. what you're doing.
1: That's it. We did say that one time. People that are more successful than you, you'll they're not gonna let you know.
0: No, exactly. Exactly. They're just going to be and show themselves and express themselves. And that natural energy, people are going to gravitate towards that. And that's, again, right. and I feel like that's authentic. happy people too. I think so. And even, but even I would say, like, sad, the sad girl, the Billie Eilishes, right, of the world, like, people gravitated towards her emo depressed vibe. I think because she was, again, authentic to herself. She was going through shit. She was totally. sad. This is how she expressed herself. And yeah, so whether you're sad or happy, if you're just true to yourself, people gravitate towards that. People That's a like very that. Correction.
1: You're right, you're right. I take that back because you're right. It's not just
0: happy, but it's people that are self-aware.
1: And like have a heart,
0: <laughs> yes, and right? don't care so much about the image. And that's what Emma Chamberlain was saying in that podcast, like the cool girl vibe. She's like, you meet some of these people that have such a cool Instagram and such a cool style, and smoke cigarettes and whatever else, and not have the cool look. Yeah, and you meet them, and you're like, you're you might be a good person, but you're just not as cool as you. Yeah, it's like you you what you about know
1: everything you? about them from looking at their yes. Instagram
0: yes yes and And let me tell you
1: it's same same and i have asthma so i can never smoke a cigarette
0: (laughs) so no worries there folks (laughs) no worries (laughs) you're not getting cool girl from this chick and i know we don't have too much time left but i did want to ask you and i think ask the audience too because i've been getting good feedback from the podcast which is exciting um also, what? you're so
1: good about asking questions. I'm gonna get better about that too, audience. Peyton oh, is love the, that. the questionnaire and I I want to be able to ask you really good questions. So
0: stay tuned. <laughs> okay, love that. Love that as a goal. Um I um what was I gonna say? Oh, I wanna see how people would feel if we did a bit more vulnerable episodes and brought on people that were comfortable about sharing their stories. Like I feel that could be very fun to talk about real life things and have people share their struggles and stories and how they overcame something, you know?
1: Absolutely. And I feel like that's just another way for us to like own in on our authentic selves.
0: Right? Exactly. Okay. But wait, sorry. One last question was what I was going to say is when you were a kid, How did your parents express authenticity to you? And like, how did you learn from them, if at all? It's a good
1: freaking question. (laughs) I don't think I even had to question who they were. Mm. They were always so steady in my lives and who they were. My mom is such a good mom. She was just always there taking care of us first and foremost, and my dad too. But my dad was always a Marine, like and working hard. And they both just instilled, such good values in us that i never i don't think i ever questioned them for putting on a facade of not being who they are and i don't think that that's answering the question it's hard you caught me off guard on that one i don't know
0: i think what it's an you? interesting thought i don't know i was thinking about that as your answer i'm like what is my answer i think the hard thing and i love my parents and i'm grateful for so many experiences, but I th- that they've given me, but I think one of the things that they weren't so great at is expressing authenticity. Like they were very careful about their image and their external persona and how people perceive them. And I think it's in part because we moved around a lot. Like they had to make new friends and yeah. integrate into new communities every year. So for 10 years, like that's a lot. I mean,
1: that's a that's a lot. Yeah, because it's hard to dig yeah. into people and then their lives and just a year at a time.
0: Yes. And as an adult, like it gets even harder because people get yeah. more reserved and more whatever, like quiet. And as a kid, you kind of just are like, This is what I'm thinking. And like as an adult but play with you're... the sticks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just get more nervous as an adult to share real shit. But I I think I struggle with my own identity because of that. And I really saw that they were going through, you know, always, always keep a smile on when you exit the house. And my mom was very into manners and my dad was very tough. And it was hard for me to sort of explore, like, what is it that makes Peyton Peyton? And, and also the moving around a lot. Like that was hard for me to build an authentic self when I was in a different culture and often country. Like I didn't even know the language. My friends were speaking at, at a point in time, so. All that to say, I think it's been a, it's been a topic I've struggled with for a long time and I'm just now sort of focused on it in my life and focused on building myself.
1: Yeah. I think that that's, that you're taking the time to do that for yourself. You know, not many people do. Some people go through their whole life and don't, and wish they could have been who they really are. Whether Mm -hmm. that's with their sexuality, their profession, Mm -hmm. their personality, who they choose as a partner, where they live. You know, my dad always says, the worst thing that you could say is, I wish I would have. And I don't want us or really anybody to think or say, I wish I would have been brave enough to be who I really am. And it's a journey. And I hate the word journey. So just as I said that, I'm like, whoa, no No, but it is. Yes. And it's, it's difficult and it's hard. It's, it's, it's all of the above, but it's worth it in the end because one day I think you and I will be happy for all the work we put in because we'll be comfortable fully in our own skin. Maybe not always. And I, like I said, I don't know if I ever will be fully, but I hope to be more than I am currently.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that. And hopefully our B days, which coming soon, we will be posting about that on our Instagrams, but yes. um, go listen to our last episode if, if you want to learn more. Um, but the B days will maybe help us get there and help us be a bit more present and understand yeah. ourselves. And so, yeah.
1: And perhaps we can incorporate things like journaling on those days or something, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll sprinkle a couple things on that cupcake and figure it
0: out. I love that. One of my friends already reached out and said Saturdays are going to be her ongoing B days, so that really I, resonated. I'm,
1: I'm on, I'm on point with the s-
0: Saturdays, but we'll talk. We'll talk, and we'll we'll, ke- we'll keep you all involved. Don't worry. Keep
1: you involved on the B day
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Follow us across all social medias at PS. We have no plan. We post a new episode every Thursday. Bye, guys. I woke up in the morning and the sun broke through the open curtains. The birds sang too, and they said, "This is."